0: hello welcome everyone this is Monique Gallagher with manifesting mastery get the message radio show with the school of self-revolution.com We're a unique educational institution well, I don't even like that word really we're dedicated to empowering you with practical transformative skills so that you can start to liberate yourself from internal and external blocks or, limitations in your manifesting desires. We believe that we're all born with a healthy, whole, conscious mind that we can use to direct our lives and attract and create that which we desire. The conscious mind is a leader of our lives. But it's the unconscious mind where our desires, our wishes, our dreams, and our power lives. And it waits to be approved by the conscious mind to activate your dreams. So, when the conscious mind's the leader, the co- then what happens is we have access to our power, our energy, and we know the hidden agendas. It creates alignment between conscious and unconscious. It's what motivates our ideas, our thoughts, our emotions, and desires into action. So, when our wiring is correctly working, the conscious and unconscious minds work as a team. They work together to make dreams a reality and inspire action based on your true self, passion, and purpose. Well, that's how it's supposed to work anyway. But eventually, life, parents, teachers, external forces impose their values, their beliefs, their rules onto us. And sometimes their intentions are sincere. They really want to help. Sometimes they want to protect us from harm and keep us safe. But often those unwelcome influences tend to have the opposite effect. They end up being a way others can control and manipulate us with fear and create short-circuiting of our natural wiring system. We're trained to doubt our own intuition. We're trained to doubt our perceptions of reality and truth in order to fit in, be good, be loved, get a job. And this is the sad part. When our conscious mind gets convinced it has no control, that it isn't in charge, and the environment has more power or authority over our life, well, it gives up. And when your conscious mind surrenders its right to choose, you become vulnerable to being manipulated, controlled, and coerced by others. You've surrendered your inner power to becoming a prisoner of external power. So at the School of Self-Revolution, we empower and educate you to how to restore that inner power and authority and learn to trust your intuition and the guidance of your true self. So these weekly radio shows are Wednesdays from 11 a.m. to 11.30 Pacific Time, and they're designed to give you a little taste of some of the curriculum we offer through our transformational programs at theschoolofselfrevolution.com. And every week we give a free 30 minute get the message breakthrough session away. So all you have to do to enter that is to turn up live on the show. And if you bring a guest, you and your guest both have a chance to win. And if your guest wins, you win. All right. Grab a piece of paper, pencil, pen, and get ready to make notes of anything that strikes a chord with you today in today's program. All right. So today's training is on something that I think is very important and very misunderstood in the world today. Mindful manifesting. Get the message, the hidden message of anger to access your manifesting power. We've got a lot to cover today. We may actually go over a little bit more, but I hope it'll be worth your time. So let's talk about anger and its manifesting potential. Well, most of, of us have been taught to think anger is some dark negative emotion, and we should avoid it at all costs, especially those people who are striving to follow the peaceful path of meditation or present moment awareness or the new age philosophy, love everybody. Now, all of those philosophies have merit and value. The subject we're going into today is how does anger fit in our lives today? Today? So the show is going to be revealing the underbelly of anger and also the positive side of anger. So let's consider your experience with anger. Are you someone who has trouble handling somebody else's anger? If so, it's likely you have suppressed your own and you've disconnected yourself from the power of your own anger due to fear. You've been trained to suppress it, project it, and do whatever you can to transmute it into a happy face to feel safe and hope that that happy face will calm the other. Well, these are hidden costs to not owning and accepting the power of your anger and using it wisely. Now, if you're someone who has suppressed anger, like most women, we fall in that category, you need to hear this. And men who care for women, you need to hear this. Suppressing anger has been shown to create disease in the body, even cancer. Imagine that. Imagine that a pure manifesting force, a natural emotion like anger, turned inward can trigger cancer. Breast cancer is on the huge rise worldwide. And interestingly, it mostly turns up in women. And it's women who've been trained to suppress anger. So this is not meant to scare you, but rather to awaken you, for you to open your eyes and learn how to handle your anger, however you do it, if you project it and get angry upon others or you suppress it. And if you're alive on earth and you see just a little bit about the news and you witness the cruelty to humans and Mother Earth, let alone your own personal experiences with loss, you've got to be feeling it. You've got to have some anger. The question is, what are you doing with it? And what is anger doing to you? Now, there are stereotypes for a reason, but I don't mean to imply this is 100% the case. But generally speaking, females have been shamed when they express anger. And they've been called all sorts of names. Men have been encouraged into anger. It's manly, quote-unquote, to express anger. Just look at the movie industry. Look at the attraction of justice movies where there's anger, violence, and cheering the good guy on. What did he do to win? Often, anger and violence. Now let's look at the hidden part. The unconscious rules that can go on in relationships, in friendships or intimate relationships. The man is allowed to get angry and he can use it to manipulate someone into doing what he wants. This is a disease. It's a pattern that's disempowering for all involved. When a man or A female projects their anger on someone else to motivate change. That's the wrong use of anger. And what happens, it creates karma and flyback. We're going to be talking about karma in the next few weeks. I'm going to do a radio show specifically on that. Most people do not understand what karma is. I didn't. In fact, I had kind of an allergic reaction to the word. I thought it was somebody just trying to manipulate me for their own means there is a real understanding of karma and how to use it and how to get the messages of it. So females witness a lot of this anger in the world and they feel it deeply in their body. Men too, but they've been trained to take action from that anger. And when anger is directed into a cause, something that they want to create in the world positively, that's a good use of anger. But, if we're trained to shut down our anger, and we're told anger isn't healthy, anger isn't loving, anger isn't spiritual, well, and the anger is wrong, that's a judgment, my friends, and the judgment's going to control you. It's not going to control only the person who got angry. It's going to go into your body. If you're receiving the anger, it's going to heat your blood and dampen your spirit. And... This is not an effective way of using health anger. It's not healthy. It's depleting a vital manifesting life force, misusing it. It's taking an emotion that's natural in its context. For example, you've probably heard stories of where a mother, when their child is in danger, maybe something very heavy fell on the child, maybe a car or something, and the mother literally picks the car up off her child. That's a good use of anger. It's a not having it anger. Anger is meant to be a tool. It's meant to be a tool for change. With this caveat, do not use the tool against another. No way, no-how is anger to be violently used to get your will done by harming another. That use of anger has toxic side effects. It breaks down trust, it breaks down emotional safety, causes the other one to suppress their will out of fear crushes naturalness and loving enthusiasm. Are you starting to see and sense some of this manifesting power and how it's been turned to control and suppression rather than empowering change? Well, let's bring it back to home. Remember back to when perhaps one of your first experiences when you witnessed a parent, a teacher, or a loved one expressing frustration, disappointment, fear, which led to anger. Remember back to when you first noticed anger. Maybe you didn't even know what it was, but you were afraid of it. Did you make a decision back then, anger's bad? Or did you make a decision, people do what I want when I get angry. Wow, look at this, it works. So we all come to conclusions based on life experiences. And those become rules in the unconscious mind. And those rules direct our behaviors. And that decision that we made runs on automatic pilot, directing the rest of our lives. As in, we say to ourselves, well, that's how we handle anger. That's what we do. That's the safe way to handle it. We come to conclusions based on our life experiences and those rules. Those become rules in the unconscious mind, and they continue to direct our behavior. So those decisions run on autopilot, and they direct very important areas of our life. And unless we make those unconscious decisions conscious, then we're subject to those decisions, which we don't have to be. So like the decision on how we process and handle anger. Now, we could as easily insert the word rejection Instead of anger, how we choose to handle rejection, how we choose to handle anger. We're talking about changing the decisions that we made that are running on autopilot in our unconscious mind. And when we start to change those decisions, it leads to changing our behaviors more and more and more. Now, you may be wondering at this point, what's the upside of anger? What's the hidden benefit of anger? Well, in a few words, anger is meant to fuel change. And I'm not talking about the change of a revolution, you know, a violent revolution of a government being overthrown. No, that's not the anger, anger use I'm speaking about. This school is about self-revolution. As we change how we think about things, our perceptions, it starts to alter our behaviors, and we become more peaceful, more effective, more empowered, more productive. So if we're, anger is a meant to fuel change, and you think about it this way, it's a message from your unconscious that a boundary has been violated. A boundary, a natural boundary to protect you. It's saying you need to take care of yourself or take care of a situation. It's saying don't accept it. Change it. I think it's in show number six. We talked about three powerful keys to change. And I brought in some tips on how to accept that which you can't change and how to move forward on that which you can change. And we really have to have wisdom about that. We have to come to some peaceful acceptance about our anger and others' anger and find ways to use it for its intended purpose. Remember, anger, when used correctly, can fuel the embers of our spirit to fire us up and fuel us into action. Okay, are you ready for an amazing real-life example of how anger was used for magical positive change? The title of this story is not having it. A very good family member who's a spiritual teacher and healer amazing um, abilities, he's told me many stories of where he used anger to spontaneously heal himself or another person. Just a little background to put this into context. This man had an extremely traumatic childhood in life, the kind of trauma books and movies are made of. His mother was violently abused by his father, His mother ended up abandoning him as a child. He was living on the streets, filled with hunger and fear. As an adult, his daughter was killed by a car. Later, years later, his wife was raped and murdered, and on and on and on. Those are just highlights of an extremely traumatic life. Do you think this would cause an intense amount of injustice and anger? We really talked about injustice. Yeah, there was a lot of anger especially in the early years, he said. And it was projected on others. He got into a lot of street fights, more than any other street fight uh, person he's ever seen. And he would fight. He fought the world. But one day, through a process of meeting several people, perhaps like meeting someone or some program like this, the School of Self-Revolution, he began his spiritual awakening. And he suddenly found himself using anger in a different way. All the suffering and all the neglect, he turned it into a massive insistence that his will be done. Not just his, you know, the man's personality, but really thy will be done. He started to become capable of spontaneously healing. And things would happen, miracles would take place. When he was at that moment, that spontaneous passion moment of not having it, things would change. One time he told me a story, and there's many stories of these. I can go on and on. But one time, um, this most recent story he told me, is that something had fallen on his wrist and his hand. And there was a doctor who had seen him. I think it was a chiropractor friend. And he said all the bones in his wrist and hand were crushed. And then his chiropractor friend said, you got to immediately go to the hospital. You need surgery. You're not going to have use of that hand. He told me as he was driving in the car towards the hospital, he did not want to go to the hospital. He didn't want to subject himself to surgery. He said he felt this anger rise up, and he said, I'm not having it. That's his term. I'm not having it. Suddenly, he decided, I'm not going to the hospital. Just, you know, take me home. I think somebody else was driving. So he went to sleep. The next morning he woke up and he started to have some movement in his hand. He went to his chiropractor doctor friend and he examined the hand and wrist. He said, this is impossible. You needed surgery to put this right. But the doctor had to admit the hand was healed. Now, I can't explain what happened. I've heard enough of this man's life story and witnessed these amazing occurrences that I know them to be true. So what's it say for us about the subject of anger? On the one hand, he has powerfully used anger to bring positive change for himself and for other people. But here's the limitation. He doesn't have conscious control over it. It, This power only gets activated when it's life or death critical. This ability is only triggered when a certain level of intensity is present. Emotional intensity. doesn't have control over it. Now, he has control over it to this degree. No longer fights with people. No, no longer is anger projected on another. He turns it inward and uses it as a manifesting power and force. So what if there was a way to use anger? A way for you to learn how to use anger by consciously directing your unconscious mind to cause an outcome you desire. Doing so in ways that's for the highest good of you and of all concerned. Would you want to know more? Well, twice a year, um, we at the school of we teach a program that helps you create an outcome that you desire, channeling that power, channeling that manifesting power of strong emotion. You also learn to become aware of external triggers that deplete your life force so that you can focus it more and more on that which you want. And if you think about conscious control of anger, it's like grabbing hold of a powerful fire hose. If you've ever seen um, a big fire in the movies, there are several men that hold on to that hose. There's a lot of power. So it's like grabbing that powerful fire hose and directing that manifesting force directly into the area you want to change. So if you haven't opted into our list, maybe you're listening to this, the podcast on iTunes or you're listening to the blog please go to schoolofselfrevolution.com and opt in so you can start to get access to some free webinars that we're going to be teaching. We're going to be talking about some of the programs that are upcoming, and we really like to invite you to those free webinars. So make sure if you haven't already opted in and you're not getting these emails directly from us, to opt in at schoolofselfrevolution.com. So now let's get back to anger and looking at how you handle it. If you're someone who still has access to your anger, that's a really good thing. Really good thing. Because you can redirect it to to make the change you desire. Now, if you're someone who's suppressed anger, unleashing it in a safe way is your path to becoming much more powerful and accomplished. Becoming more conscious of the beginning signs of anger, get the message, is important too. You need to know where you feel violated. And what does it say to do? Now, are all parts of the process managing your powerful emotional energy? Is your conscious mind and your unconscious mind aligned to create that outcome you want? Or are you pulling yourself in two different directions, dispersing your focus and energy? Most of us do. We're not trained these things. We're not trained these skills that we teach in this school. So all this... Vital work around anger can profoundly change your life. And no, I'm not talking about going to anger management classes where they shame you for your anger. And no, I'm not talking about going to some primal screaming class. You know, while that might be helpful, it might likely waste all your emotional fuel. What I'm talking about is channeling that anger, channeling that emotional passion so that you're not shaming yourself You're not allowing others to implant you with their thoughts of wrongdoing, that there's something wrong with anger, nothing wrong with it. It was there for a purpose. We were gifted that strong emotion. Now that, you know, on planet Earth at this time, there's so much to make us angry, we need to really learn how to use it. So how does the School of Self-Revolution teach you how to tap into this force? Well, number one is by teaching you the steps to align you with your true self, your original nature. So you can start to hear the subtle messages of anger starting to rise to the surface and direct it in more positive ways. And then number two, you learn how to recognize your triggers. How do you get triggered? Maybe it's somebody something says or something in your environment. And then you can turn that, the perception of that event, to make it into more positive behaviors. And it can bring joy, harmony, and upliftment to your life and others. And then number three is you learn to direct the power of any strong emotion for your good. And you do it by setting an objective to permanently alter an area of your life, which we would call pivotal area of your life, which means it's the kingpin. It's the part of you that once you resolve, it's going to make the most significant changes in all areas of your life. Now, learning that pivotal area of your life, that's something that we can do in, if you go to their consultation page on schoolofselfrevolution.com, if you get the 30-minute session for, I think we're charging $45 right now, you can understand the pivotal area of your life. It's a quick process that we teach. It's valuable. And then you can start to set an objective around that. And it may not be what you think it is, A lot of us think of it as, you know, it's getting a better job. Or a lot of us think it's making more money or whatever. It could be that you need to elevate your self-worth. It could be that you need to, you know, shed some weight because it's impacting your health. Whatever it is, once you know the pivotal area of your life, you can start to turn it around. Like, And it could be the result is to get rid of um, a job because you've got an abusive boss. Or maybe it's dealing with the health crisis that you keep suppressing. You don't want to deal with it. Or moving to a place where you love to live. In the third part of this, the classes that we teach, you get to emotional and mental congruence so that your true self and your unconscious mind is aligned with your conscious mind. And you're able to take that not-having-it energy and harness it to make major changes for you. So whatever your intentions are, Treat anger as your ally. Learn how to use it safely and productively. But, you know, when anger hurts another or hurts you, recognize it. Say, oh, it's been misdirected. And do something about it. Don't just allow it. Grab the firehouse, fire hose of anger and master it. You'll be glad you did when you start to see these positive changes that happen. So now for the practical exercise of the radio show today. Get a blank piece of paper. Grab that and a pencil and pe- or pen. And I'd like you to write on the top of the paper not having it, not having it. We're going to be priming the pump to anger in a safe way, very safe. Write down all the things you're fed up with, all the things you've been tolerating, all the things you've been going along with and not saying anything. I'm going to get you started right now. Start writing. It's a form of free form writing. Just let it flow in a safe manner on the paper. Don't worry, no one's going to read it. You're going to get rid of it as soon as possible. As you're writing, if you get a sense of an insight, like a powerful awareness, circle it. We'll talk about that in just a moment. Keep writing. Write down all you're fed up with, all you've been tolerating, all you've been going along with. Circle the little insights and awarenesses, and you're going to copy those onto a new piece of paper. Just keep writing. Okay, so you can come back to this. I wanted to get you started. Now, take those things that you circled and put them on a new piece of paper. These are your insights. These are your awarenesses. These are the things that could possibly seem to you how to change your life, how to create a new situation. All right. Again, you can come back to this when you've got more time. So do you feel a little bit more peaceful or maybe a little bit energized, relieved, perhaps less anxious or inspired to take action? If so, good. Take advantage of that state of clarity and take some action. The paper, after you've brought forward onto a clean piece of paper, those circled items, those things that you want to remember and you want to keep yourself aware of, Throw away that first piece of paper. If you like to burn it, flush it down the toilet, wonderful. Get rid of it. Don't reread it. You're just going to get yourself um, poisoned with that anger again. You just want access to that power manifesting force, which are the insights that you're copying on that new piece of paper. So teaching people how to change their life situation to be more effective, more productive, and permanently alter things they thought they just had to put up with is what I enjoy doing best. We've got a program starting March 26th. It's going to be on Saturdays at 9.30 a.m. Pacific. And you're going to learn how to use your not having it list as a spark. Make positive changes in your life and manifest that which you desire to experience. So before we say goodbye, are there any questions, comments, or insights you'd like to share? You can type it in the chat bar right there. And if you have any questions, i am happy to answer them before we wrap up. And did anyone invite someone new on the radio show today? If you did, and... And you're selected, or your guest is selected, you both win a free session. So it's a win win. It's kind of a pay it forward. So please share the radio shows with people and spread the word. All right. So now, drum roll the winner of the 30 minute Get the Message breakthrough session with me is Mike. Mike, you have won. Please send me an email to schedule your session. Thank you all for joining me and sharing this time today. Before we sign off, remember, you don't have to settle for what's going on in your life at this moment. If it isn't something you want, you now have access to tools that can accomplish precisely what you want to experience. You've started the process of reclaiming your inner power, your passion, your peace, and purpose. I look forward to connecting with you all. Not next Wednesday, but the Wednesday after. We are taking a week break next Wednesday, so we'll meet you back here in March the 16th. All right. Take care, everybody. Bye for now.